Wolverine fur. That is sitting on a firecracker. And suits so fine, they made Sinatra look like a hobo. It's a fantastic day for the United States of America. It's the Bill King Show. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Red 7. I don't know what Red 7 means. Brought to you by Omni Nashville Hotel. Fifth Avenue, downtown. Hot Rock. That's what we call a sack lunch. I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. All right, I can't find a link to that article, so I cannot adjudicate it, but I appreciate no Kev sending it. I don't know anything about Sports Kita. That's where that came from, something called Sports Kita. No idea. No fan in the 863. Bill, you're right, Dave, meaning Gator Dave, is a very good guest, extremely knowledgeable. You can tell he does his homework, no doubt. Topwater Assassin, Bill, how ticked will Dabo be? He's going to get asked about Clemson leaving for the next 10 months. Well, I don't know that that article, that article's not real powerful. It might end up mistakenly being right, but that article doesn't carry any weight. Dabo's not worried about something. I'm guessing Dabo's never heard of Sports Kita. Doesn't seem like Dabo's kind of thing. Got to remember, Dabo's live, living it every day. I mean, he's in it. He's in it. He's in it every day. I'm, I don't think he's too worried about that part, getting asked about it. Keon Sab, we talked about yesterday, and remember we speculated a little bit that he was heading to Alabama. Kevin Hagan told me the other day he was enrolling in Alabama. This was over the weekend, and he's the Michigan safety. Very highly coveted, very highly recruited from the transfer portal, and uh, everybody's reporting now. On three, I believe, was first after that to say that he is heading to Alabama. He is a good-sized, rangy, can-get-downhill safety. He's 6'1", 6'2", 208, 210. And will fit into that back end in the secondary nicely. Now, there is not another. You can't carbon copy Mr. Caleb Downs. But this is a very good addition for Alabama, if you're wondering. And that had been trending. Uh, again, Kevin Kevin Hagan, who will be back with us this week, we'll tape that Thursday, is very connected. And let me suggest that being so close to Saban and that organization, how would that transition 
and I will reply, it's transitioned incredibly well. I don't know what I'm allowed to be specific about, but with Kevin and that relationship, the transition to the new organization, the new leadership, that transition has been formalized. Not speculative, it has been formalized, for sure. All right, Tom, did you send me a link? Let me see if this thing links up for me. What is the date? Okay, so recent date, February 18th. And again, here's the story by Farouk Yusuf. Florida State has been pushing, I'm reading the story, first time I've seen this, to lead the ACC since the conclusion of the 23 college football season. Okay. I don't think there's any prophecy there in that first sentence, but let's keep going. Let's see what happens. The Seminoles officially began the move with a lawsuit against the conference after years of being vocal about their intention to leave. Okay. Still waiting. Okay, now I see where this is coming from. According to college football insider Greg Swaim, the Knowles, alongside their rival Clemson, are expected to announce their exit from the ACC and join the SEC before the end of the year. This will mark another disruption in the realignment landscape. Now, Greg Swaim, I don't know well I know him. He is a basketball guy. I believe in Oklahoma City. He's a big Oklahoma State fan, and he's been very active and vocal in the world of expansion, particularly the Big 12. And I will say that he had predicted for a while that some teams from the West Coast would be coming to the Big 12. He spends a lot of time on that. Now, again, he's considered mostly a basketball guy. Also, sadly, Greg Swaim, I think, is battling a terminal illness. I believe I saw him talking about this. And he's either in hospice or about to be put in hospice. So prayers for him. Yeah, prayers for him. Nice guy. I don't know if I would call him certainly a college football expert or insider, but I will say that he's done a pretty good job with expansion, particularly his expertise, which is the Big 12 geographical print. He's been pretty good at that. Who was the guy that back in the summer of – 2010, who was part of one of the Texas sites, not catch, who was really one of the drivers of the story about Oklahoma and Texas nearly fleeing to the West Coast and joining the pack. I forget, I forget. But but it was a guy that I think used to work with catch, and then I think they split up. Anyways... 
go on on to read here. It says a successful exit by Florida State and Clemson will undoubtedly crash the reputation of the ACC in the college football landscape. The relevance of the league most relies on the two schools, and an exit could mean an impending disaster for the conference's future. And this is going from a tweet by Greg Swaim is where they're getting this. The tweet says, and I think this is within the last few weeks, we fully expect Florida State and Clemson to announce before the end of the 24 calendar year that they're leaving for the SEC. While the B1G wants North Carolina and Virginia. Goes on to say, Florida State and Clemson command the biggest market in the ACC, and that's what they would be bringing to the SEC. Seminoles and the Tigers boast among the most watched teams in the college football landscape, ranking alongside a couple of top SEC teams. In the 23 college football season, the Seminoles were ninth when it comes to most watched team in college football and number one in the ACC with an average of 4.16 million viewers. The Tigers followed in the ACC with a ranking of an average of 2.9 million, ranking them 19th overall. In context, Alabama, 7.12. Georgia, 5.9 million viewers. Tennessee, 4.57, ranked ahead of Florida State. The likes of Auburn, Missouri, Florida, and Ole Miss were just ahead of Clemson in the rankings, but not ahead of Florida State. So, again, in the category of viewers, I assume that what would that be, per game? Or I'm not I'm not sure, but, but again, in the category of viewers – Alabama, Georgia, and Tennessee would be ahead of Florida State. That'd be about it in the league. Now, I doubt they'd be ahead of of, uh, Texas. Where would Texas be? Now, they're they're talking about last year's SEC, so I understand that. Says, in a more lucrative and competitive SEC, Florida State and Clemson are bound to gain wider exposure and more marketability that will benefit the conference and its current members. There you go. And then it goes on to say the Big Ten wants North Carolina and Virginia. Which I don't necessarily know is true. Now, would they consider, what does North Carolina and Virginia bring to the Big Ten? You could say, well, North Carolina basketball, let me reiterate. Expansion is 100% about football. It's not about any other sport. I know, that's that sounds rude, it sounds hateful, but it's true. It's not about anything else but football. All the other sports just fall in line. You don't have a voice. We'll tell you when and where. That's just the way it is. I'm sorry. Harsh, rude. In football, what's North Carolina and Virginia bring? Well, as brands, I don't think they're additive. Certainly, North Carolina is the more, much more attractive entity. But if we're trying to get to the word additive, 
if North Carolina's in your league, how does that change the outlook of the overall 18-team B1G? And the answer is, I don't think it does. Does Virginia? No. Next question. Let's try. We're trying to get to additive here. What about region and footprint? If you're the B1G and your goal is to continue with really good brands, good brands, to grab more geography in the United States, now you've got the West Coast, you've got the certain Midwest, you've got up East. Only thing you don't have, well, few things you don't have. You don't have the Southwest, which is not going to be a goal. Texas would be the one you'd want. Can't get them. It would be the Eastern Seaboard and the Southeast. If your goal is more so-called land grabbing, more of a land grab, Now you have North Carolina and you have Virginia, so you could claim, and you've got, well, you've got Maryland over there, right? But you get more of that eastern seaboard. Yeah, Maryland's uh, left them out. That'd be the only additive thing I could see. Yeah, that'd that'd be the only additive area where I could make a case legitimately. All right, we'll get the break. Happy Tuesday, y'all. College baseball today later. I can't wait. Omni Nashville Hotel. Good morning. Cleanup continues on this dump truck crash here in South Nashville in the Brentwood area. 65 southbound just before OHB. It's been a nightmare down through here for the last hour, hour and a half. And from the looks of it, the dirt is still on the interstate. So it's going to be out here for a while. Again, avoid South Nashville. It's just crawling down through here on 65 southbound, uh, trying to get down past Old Hickory Boulevard. It remains heavy with volume on 24 westbound up through the Hickory Hollow area coming in from Murfreesboro, Rutherford County towards Nashville. 24-7 reliable crane and rigging services right here in Middle Tennessee. It's Tomahawk Crane and Rigging. Check them out at TomahawkCrane.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Looking for something to take your mind off this traffic? How about a true story of instant success? Did you hear about the two friends who went grocery shopping in Ashland City and picked up everything on their list plus $75,000? Or the one where a truck driver made a last-minute stop off Interstate 40 and drove off with a cool million? All their lives changed in an instant, and yours could too. So stop by your local retailer for your chance with instant games from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing, life-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Attention business owners. WNSR has some exciting opportunities for your business to thrive in the dynamic world of sports radio advertising. As the proud home of some of your favorite sports teams like the Atlanta Braves, Memphis Grizzlies, and more, we understand the power of sports in bringing people together and creating a passionate community. We believe that your business can become an integral part of this experience, reaching a diverse and engaged audience. Contact the WNSR sales team for an opportunity to discuss how Nashville's sports radio can elevate your brand to new heights. Whether you're interested in a specific sponsorship package or would like a customized solution, we are here to meet your advertising needs. Call 615-844-1039. 615-844-1039. 
or email saleswnsr at gmail.com. That's saleswnsr at gmail.com. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. Are you ready for some March Madness? Then don't miss out on any of the action at the High Valley Conference Basketball Championship presented by United Fidelity. It's the return of the Ford Center downtown Evansville for March 6th through the 9th as the first entries into the men's and women's NCAA basketball tournaments are crowned. All session tickets and single game tickets are now on sale to each OVC school's ticket office, Ticketmaster, and the Ford Center box office. Visit ovcsports.com forward slash Evansville for more details and be there to OVC it in person. The old BCS computer runs on diesel fuel and dreams. We know this because it lives in Bill King's garage. All right, let me repeat. That article... While I do think that Greg Swain is a solid, decent, expansion conversationalist, I do. Certainly not going to critique it. Again, he's, from what I read, he tweeted it. He is in a terminal situation health-wise. So certain prayers to him. That article is basically just putting together the noise that's out there and making a prediction. It's not based on any hard facts other than circumstantial evidence. I will say that their conclusion is certainly reasonable. It might happen that way. It might. It. I, I don't know if I would buy in completely yet, but the... The assumption, and that's what they're doing here, they're they're making assumptions, I think is, is based on some reason, right? But that's not a, that's not the same as an article that would read, SEC office, according to sources, reputable sources, and I mean somebody like Chris Lowe, okay, somebody like Pete Thamel, Not a fan of Pete Thamel at all, but he is a very good info guy. I don't like him because he's a member of the Corona Bros. But he is a very good info guy. He is. Cannot deny that. I like Chris. I've known Chris Lowe forever. If one of them tweets, SEC prepared to bring in Florida State and Clemson, then I would assume... We're about to see things happen, right? An article based on 
just taking the evidence and then saying, here's what I think's about to happen. They didn't word it that way. Isn't bad. It's just not. that. That's not any kind of news. That's just a predictor of the future. In these kind of topics, when I'm confident it's going to happen, I tell you, right? I tell you every time. I, it, when you hear me come on here and say this is 100%, then I know it's coming. I know from various sources and reasons. And the other thing is I've got almost 40 years in this thing. I've got a database in my brain that is limitless. So I can deduce pretty quickly what's going on easily. And that that 40 years is just in this business. I didn't include the other years before that, just always thinking about this kind of stuff. But, yeah, that would be – I do want – I want to see Florida State and Clemson find find a happy home. I I absolutely do. Ags and Strohs, Bill, that Swain guy is not accurate. He speculated that A&M would leave the SEC because Texas is now in the conference. I can assure you that is not happening. He is just clickbait. He's a clickbait grifter, Bill. Gig him. Yeah, now I know – He's an Oklahoma State fan, which doesn't mean anything to me. That's fine. Go go, uh, go, mullet. I like the mullet. But I, I think he's had some reasonable things to say. Now, now, I think I did see that. Look, the Aggies are not leaving the SEC because a school that they despise – which is true, Texas is coming in. That's not even a consideration. It might anger you, but that's not even a consideration. A&M is in a league with resources galore, and they're a school individually with resources galore. A&M could not be better set up to win than they are. You're probably going to say next, Bill. Well, let's see some winning. Good point. I would I would say the same thing, but they could not be sitting prettier as an entity when it comes to facilities, resources, support. Could not be sitting prettier than they are. And sure, I. Can guarantee you they wish Texas wasn't coming in, but that's not it's not new. They've known that since the summer. When did that story hit? The summer of was it twenty one or twenty two? I've known that for a few years now. Yeah, they've known that for a few years. And you know what? If if you don't have any experience in the Texas Texas A and M fight. You're going to, starting this year, you're going to get it. In football, that is a fantastic rivalry. We talk about, when I think about hate, and and when when I think about hate, I'm not talking about local hate. I'm talking about hate that resonates nationally, meaning you can feel it. You may not have an emotion in the hate, 
but you can feel it. It's so immense, you can't avoid feeling it. That'd be Michigan, Ohio State, Auburn, Alabama. To begin with, the most underrated hate rivalry is the Egg Bowl, Ole Miss, Mississippi State. It's number one when using the description underrated. Texas and Texas A&M are about to renew this. And you got to remember, we're talking football here. That's the biggest. Now, they compete hard and don't like each other and all the other sports, too. But this is football. That's about to get the brand-new catalyst. When we get to this next playing portion, that's going to be right up in everybody's face, and you're going to enjoy it, whether you give a rip about either one of those teams or not. That is going to be rapidly up the list of classic rivalries. Huge. Now, you have lots of rivalries, right? Here locally, we have Lipscomb and Belmont. That's a big rivalry. But, see, you don't, you don't know that. You, you folks who aren't around, Perry Mason would know it because he went to school up here. But he's from Florida. But you wouldn't know that because it's it's not a brand outside of this city. You have all kinds of in-state rivalries in any state you're in right now, correct? But that does not resonate outside of the immediate vicinity. Michigan, Ohio State, Alabama, Auburn, Texas, Oklahoma. Not as much, but Southern Cal, Notre Dame used to be way bigger. Florida, Florida State resonates. It does. Yeah, it does. But but that one, guys, is going to be a monstrosity. It's going to be huge. Tom in Myrtle Beach. Bill, hard to predict anything anymore with college football. Media and money have completely changed the game. Only thing you can do is follow the money to see the direction college football is heading. Yeah, but but it's... It's not so hard when you have lots of evidence. For example, that article right there. I think their conclusion is reasonable. It's just not breaking news. We've talked about that on this show for a million years. Folks, again, you know what my first rodeo was when it comes to expansion? Florida State coming to the SEC pre-1992. That was every freaking day we had that conversation. And the fights we had, let me just take you back. The f- I wish we had audio clips from that. We don't. But the fights that went on in this audience was, okay, you got to remember, Bobby Bowden had not started winning natties yet. So it was... Yeah, we, we, we tried to bring you in. You didn't want in. What, first of all, what have you ever done? Uh, that's what the SEC fan would, would say. Hey, what, what have I ever what, – what's Bobby Bowden ever won? And then we would say, guys, I'm telling you, this program is better and equipped than any team in the SEC. And you got to remember, Alabama in that first year in 92 won the national championship. And Spurrier was just starting to build it. This program in Tallahassee is better equipped right now than any in the SEC, and that was blasphemy. Okay, that was literal Sunday at the church blasphemy. 
And so that battle went on and on and on. Now, it subsided when Florida State started winning national championships, and the first one was 93. But that went on. That fight went on forever and ever. That was over 30 years ago. That, that, was, that, that, that expansion in 92 was the first modern-day big expansion. Let me put it that way. And, again, with media coverage. Early 90s, we did have the, we did have the, uh, the internet. It was, it was spotty. It was slow, but there were message boards up. And, um, I had, I had a, my first laptop was a MacBook that Michelle got me. It got you on the internet. You could store files on it, and it cost five grand. That was ninety two or ninety three, somewhere in there. Five grand. That MacBook isn't a trillionth as good as what you could go get today with just a MacBook Air or what, whatever, right? Yeah, so I would log on. I'd wait. I'd wait two, three minutes for it to log on to something. I'd go to message boards. It'd take another two or three minutes to pull up the message board, and I'd read what people were saying. But but see, at the time, I didn't know any better. So when I would wait a minute or two just to get to the next page, it didn't make me mad because we didn't know. Just hey, what is all this? I knew what it would be, but. Georgia Dog, Bill. Mike Fell reported that with Sayan coming to Bama, if Manning transfers, now Sayan is now at Ohio State, but if Manning transfers, Ohio State would be the leader for them. That is if he transfers. Now, I'm not sure I understand that. You're saying he said that prior to all of this because Julian Sayan is now at Ohio State. Manning, all indications are from him and didn't, I think it was Eli in the last few weeks, they got to him and asked him about it. And he said, Arch is happy. Arch knew it would be a wait. He's developing. He's patient. And he's happy. He likes where he's at. He's content. Now, here's the question there. And I do believe that to be accurate. I don't think Eli is just touting the company line, so to speak. But let me give you the caveat. If after Ewers leaves, which is after this 24 season, Manning's not the quarterback, then I think that story changes. Or it certainly has the potential to change it. I don't think right now he'd be the quarterback. I believe right now, in its current state, he's happy. I totally buy that. Yeah, I totally buy it. But but what does that mean for the future? I don't know. Now, Eli stuck it out. Yeah, he... he who, who was Eli behind? He was behind Mar- uh, uh, Romero Miller at Ole Miss, if I remember correctly. 
and stuck it out, stuck it out, and then got his chance and then exploded. <laughs> Freaking absolutely exploded. Good for him. Yeah, good good for Eli. Text line is available. 615-844-5600 if you would like to weigh in this morning. I uh, check it all morning long, and I'm trying to get back. I've been on several pages here on my mobile device, and uh, right now I'm frozen. I was trying to get to some of those messages this then, and it's uh, freezing. It's freezing up on me. All right, there it has it. Running a little, I don't know if it's because of the busyness or what, but it's running a little sluggish this morning, to say the least. Tomorrow, Brancianzia will join us about 20 minutes into hour number one. And Blake Rafino down in the boot. Big Blake, big offensive lineman in the day. 6'4", 300-pounder. Blake Rafino will check in with us tomorrow as well. And we will be hanging out with him. I am going to try and get Jay Book for Thursday. Yeah, for later Thursday. I don't know. We're due for catch, too, aren't we? I might I might go out and try and hunt down a catch for tomorrow. Jeff Ketchum. Omni National Hotel. Good morning. They continue to work this dump truck crash here in Brentwood. It's made a mess this morning on 65 southbound just before Old Hickory Boulevard. It's had traffic just at a crawl now for over an hour and a half here in South Nashville. Again, try to avoid this area if you can. It's going to be out here for a while longer on 65 southbound at Old Hickory Boulevard. It remains heavy right now on 24 westbound up through the Antioch area coming in from Rutherford County. Hey, Princess Hot Chicken hiring at all their locations. Order online today. It's easy. PrincessHotChicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on time traffic buyandtow.com get cash for junk cars you have a vehicle that's become a problem you can get cash in your hand today and your vehicle hauled away they'll buy your vehicle no matter the condition in your driveway at your mechanic shop or even on the side of the road you can call them at 615-480-6473 or visit buyandtow.com get cash in your hand today and your vehicle hauled away 615-480-6473 buyandtow.com that's buyandtow.com I cover up because of my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Now I'm hitting the road with clearer skin thanks to Sky Rizzy. Rizemkism of Rizza, a prescription only 150 milligram injection for adults who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy. With Sky Rizzy, three out of four people achieved 90% clearer skin at four months. And Sky Rizzy is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Don't use if allergic to SkyRizzy. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms, such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. Thanks to SkyRizzy, there's nothing on my skin, and that means everything. 
your doctor today about SkyRizzy, the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis. And visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-SKYRizzy to learn more. Hi, I'm Jeff Fisher. You know, you've probably heard by now that the Nashville Cats are coming back to Music City. Well, you are correct. They're coming back and they're coming in hot starting April 27th with the first of five home games at the historic Municipal Auditorium. There will be an additional game at FM Bank Arena in mid-May up in Clarksville, and that will be honoring our military. Single game tickets as well as season tickets are on sale now. For more information, come visit thenashvillecats.com. It's a Bill King show. Like I've mentioned, I thought Nick had a good five years still left in it. This one comes as a complete shock to me. If I sat here and said, I had a feeling, guys, Nick was trending, I'd be lying. I'd just be, that'd be the host trying to act like he knew something he didn't know. Why would I present that to you? I am shocked. I was taken aback by it. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. Number one college sports show on the planet, The Bill King Show. Time in Myrtle Beach. I didn't see this. It's video of Incarnate Word, it's basketball, versus Texas A&M Commerce postgame fight. Now, Incarnate Word's out of San Antonio. And he said, Bill, these two teams play in baseball today at 5. Hopefully this does not carry over to other sports. I would imagine they'll have a little talk, right? Each coach with their team, hey, guys, let's uh, let's dial it down a notch or two. We don't want to get in a brawl here. That's what I'm guessing. Yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I'm guessing right here. But, no, I did not see that. And Kernet Word, isn't that where Cam Ward was, guys? Yes. The quarterback for the U was that Incarnate Word followed his coach to Pullman, Washington, did very well there, got in the portal, flirted, said, I'm turning pro. Then said about a week later, whenever it was, I think I'm going to the U and be the quarterback down there. Yeah, incarnate word out of gorgeous, lovely, scenic San Antonio, Texas. You had a buddy who uh, kid played here in Franklin and they went down there and liked it, just didn't like being that far from home. But San Antonio, where Rob... And the 210 is located. That is, that's where that's located at. On the text line, which is 615-844-5600, this is James. And where is this? Where is this? Oh, 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 oh. E-Town, Kentucky. That'd be Elizabeth Tunn. Not E-Town. Yes, you know what I mean. Bill, 
What do you think of – now, wait a minute. Kentucky to the Big – no, 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 no. Bill, what do you think about Kentucky to the Big Ten? I think that um, you and I have a better chance of getting called by Kansas City, the Chiefs, today. You and I both, James and I, getting a call from the Chiefs saying, we would like you to come to Kansas City. We think you're better than Mahomes. We think you can beat him out. That's that's the chances of the, any of that being a possibility. Yeah, Bill, I'm bringing you in. I know you're uh, getting on up there a little bit. But I think I, I'm going to go ahead and tell Mahomes that he's probably getting beat out. Yeah, I'm just saying. Fad in uh, Savannah. Now, I realize these guys are looking at viewership, but I still think that the Big Ten's got their eyes on the Atlanta market. There's some bean counter in Chicago right now that has no idea about football when he's looking at TV sets. So, But but what do you mean Atlanta market? You think uh, Georgia Tech? Now, I, I, I'm not like Georgia fans. I do not despise Georgia Tech. I do not have an emotion there, okay, like Georgia fans would, and that's understandable. But what would be the attractiveness if, if you indeed went into Atlanta and said, okay, B1G wants Georgia Tech? What does that do for the league? In the only sport that matters, football. You said, but Bill, Bill, also you got to remember eyeballs. How many people in Atlanta in viewership will get added to the Big Ten's total based on Georgia Tech now in that league? I'm just trying to be realistic. I'm not trying to sit here and just bash away, right? I'm being objective and realistic. What in the name of additive, there's only two categories, y'all, additive or dilutive. There's no purgatory here. Additive or dilutive. Which one? I just I just don't understand that. Jim and Jupiter. Hey, Bill. North Carolina brings very little to any conference, and Virginia brings absolutely nothing. Remember, expansion is about football. The numbers for people watching North Carolina games is surprisingly horrible, Bill. Surprisingly horrible. Richie in the 352 down in Florida says, Pat, you need to make a promo or patent with some tilt towards Bill's multiple syllable word depth chart being deeper than yours. Love the show. <laughs> well, uh, that is funny. Yeah, there's, there's always good promos out there. I think our promos are pretty good right now. Jim goes on to say, Bill, nobody in Atlanta, the state of Georgia, or the nation cares about Georgia Tech. Well, I care about him. I got a, I got a kid that's the offensive line coach there. Again, Jeep, Jeep Wade. 
Remember when he was an offensive lineman at uh, my alma mater? Now, he, he came after me, well after me. And uh, the first quarterback who ever threw for 2,000 yards in the SEC, as far as I know, Kurt Page, who's a friend of mine at Vanderbilt. That happened circa 1984, was Jeep's coach at Battleground Academy. Kurt Page. Anyways, we'll get the break. Omni Nashville Hotel. Good morning. They continue to work this dump truck crash here in Brentwood. It's made a mess this morning on 65 southbound just before Old Hickory Boulevard. It's had traffic just at a crawl now for over an hour and a half here in South Nashville. Again, try to avoid this area if you can. It's going to be out here for a while longer on 65 southbound at Old Hickory Boulevard. It remains heavy right now on 24 westbound up through the Antioch area coming in from Rutherford County. Hey, Princess Hot Chicken hiring at all their locations. Order online today. It's easy. PrincessHotChicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on time traffic. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. Package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. A friend of mine just bought a new house for the first time. A new house. I mean, my wife and I loved to own a house. So I asked him how he did it. And he smiled and he said he went to the knowledge tree. (laughs) He had this happy look on his face. So I told him to tell me more. And he said, John, the lack of knowledge will keep you poor. Then he handed me a brochure. It was from Knowledge Tree Mortgage. Now I understood. And after one phone call, I understood even more. Knowledge Tree Mortgage specializes in first-time homebuyers. Folks like me who get the runaround from banks. And he got us pre-qualified. Knowledge Tree Mortgage got us our mortgage. And tomorrow, my wife and I are going to become first-time homebuyers. Here's the number. 859-9599. 859-9599. Money doesn't grow on trees. Knowledge does. Knowledge Tree Mortgage. 859-9599. 859-9599. In a single moment, everything can change. When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now, with youth sports in full swing, the American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready, learn hands-only CPR. It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash hands-only CPR and become a lifesaver today. 
It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Maybe it's a overreaction on Monday, but I'm going to move it forward for me. Pump the brakes a little bit on Kyle Shanahan. He's got to do it to be included as he's one of the best coaches in the NFL. No, right now, I would say Andy Reid is one of the best coaches in the NFL, and he's one of the best coaches of all time. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNF. The world's largest indoor cocktail party. The Bill King Show. Water assassin Bill, not trying to be argumentative, but what did Maryland and Rutgers add? Well, first of all, hey, I do not, uh, I don't take umbrage at all. And, uh, hey, Bill, what about this? I, not at all, man. Love it. Love the interaction. Uh, I'll give you the best answer I've got. The thinking was that if we get Rutgers, somehow New York City eyeballs are going to be looking at us. When the fact of the matter is, if New York City has a team, and it's a monster melting pot, every team on the planet's represented somewhere in that tiny city, but of 8 million people, but eyeballs aren't looking at the Big Ten because Rutgers is in there. That's a mistake. The thinking about Maryland was we've got the Eastern Seaboard and we could get some of the DMV which would be D.C., Maryland, Virginia. That's the DMV. How many of those eyeballs in the DMV are looking at the Big Ten based on the fact that the Turtles play in that league? I don't know that anybody could show me the evidence that's happening. So I, what I'm saying is I think the calculation, while probably never admitted to, was a mistake. I'd say more so with Rutgers, and I like Rutgers. I like Shiano. I appreciate the job he's done to resuscitate and make that a pretty decent football program again. Absolutely respect that. But this notion that just getting a team in that city in Piscataway, New Brunswick, New Jersey, where you can see the skyline means that skyline's looking at the Big Ten, adding to the numbers. Now, When the Big Ten negotiated their last deal, which we're in year one of that, or the most recent deal, which we're in year one of, monster deal, and you're talking with uh, your, your partner Fox, but you're talking with NBC and CBS, was on the resume New York City sitting there for you to sell? I'm sure you tried to sell the heck out of it. Hey. We've got uh, the Big Ten footprint. We've got over into New York. We've got the Eastern Seaboard, and we've got the West Coast now. How much is that going to? How much is that going to cost in bids? Yeah, it's interesting. I don't. I don't think there's any evidence that eyeballs from those areas, meaning New York City and the DMV are now staring at the Big Ten in droves. That makes a difference in ad sales. But I'm sure that's part of the sales pitch. I I, I don't know. I'd have to see evidence 
that that matters. Tom in Myrtle Beach says the addition of Maryland and Rutgers gives us 40 to 50 million more viewers, makes the Big Ten Network worth more money than God. Again, I'd like to see, and I see this, I've seen this quote. I believe this is on Wikipedia. Is that right? I'd like to see the proof of that. Yeah, I'd like to, I'd like to see the proof of that. Now, if I'm the Big Ten, am I selling that as a way to up the bids? And, uh, of course, their deal right now is huge. You know how it was reported that the new college football playoff media agreement, which will stick with ESPN, is going to be for $7.8 million over six years? That's not much bigger at all than the Big Ten's deal. Their new deal. There's maybe a couple of hundred million per year difference. Now, again, in that world, that's not a lot of money. On that topic, in that world, it's not a lot of money. Big Ten's yearly deal is worth about a billion, a billion one a year just to that league. The new playoff deal, which is not consummated but reported, is $1.3 billion a year. That's $200 million difference, approximately. That's not much at all. Yeah, that's not much at all. Interesting, though, guys. I, I love when we're in the uh, non-playing portion. These topics are so much fun, and... I enjoy the topic, and this audience, you guys are so educated that it's 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 a pleasure, right? There's there's, and by the way, it's not a uh, it's it's not a education that is, you know, you're being force fed stuff. It's interesting because we're talking about the future. We're talking about where teams are going to be located, how the money's going to be divvied up. That's important. No Kev up in Chicago. Bill, in the B1G, and this is on the text line, in both of their expansions, they expanded into TV markets that happened to get brand names on the West Coast. Rutgers only bought TVs. Jim and Jupiter. Bill, has anybody seen Jeff and the Burrow in public walking around? The strike and spare bowling alley, triple mass with a couple of cigarettes in his hands. I have not. I have not talked to Jeff of the Borough. I don't think Patton has either. Yeah, I don't think Patton has either. All right, there you go. Tomorrow, Braziancia. We'll check in. Blake Rafino. I'm going to try catch for Wednesday. And uh, I'm going to try J-Book for Thursday. I think we can get that done. Wish me luck. Lodgepile.